Welcome to the Relentless Courage Podcast. I'm your host, John Howard, husband and father of three, ultra-endurance athlete living every single day with relentless courage. All right, so I created a couple of different things on Facebook. I'm looking at growing this podcast, and I created a Relentless Courage Podcast group. It's free to join. Check it out. Um, head up to Facebook, Relentless Courage Podcast. You ha- I don't know why, but you have to actually ask to be accepted, and then I'll just accept you. You get in the group, and I'm going to be working through this life coaching series. But I wrote a blog post. It's called Relentless Courage Podcast Promotion Writing. I want to put it in podcast form partially because uh, there's some stuff in here that I've never really shared with anyone before, and I want to say it as well as write it because it's very liberating for me to speak this into the world. And then also I want to see what this process is going to be like because the series I'm planning to um, kind of record and go through is 60 to 80 episodes. I haven't mapped it out yet. But um, I'm just going to read you this post here and maybe I'll add on every once in a while if there's something else to say. But um, here we go. Relentless Courage podcast promotion writing. You can go to johnhoward.co and find the uh, blog post if you would rather read it. Are you spending your days in a way you'll be proud of when you look back on them? This is a question I ask myself all the time. Here's a little bit of my story from 2012 until now as I prepare to share my affordable digital life coaching resources, vision, block, rhythm, action, nourish, and energize through this Relentless Courage podcast platform. I'm actually going to switch up the order of these resources. I've never done that before. I'm going vision, nourish, block, rhythm, energize, then action. Okay, so mixing it up a little bit uh, because I think it's gonna fit this crew even a little bit more and you know if you miss an episode or two that's okay but uh, even if you take something away might as well just click like uh, and join the group one of the first activities i'll challenge listeners with is aged reflection in this activity we'll imagine we're older and looking back will we be proud of what we see on to my story There's some never-before-shared authenticity in here that's a little bit scary to share. and The reason why uh, is, one, authenticity is kind of my word of the year. and I was listening to an episode uh, on the School of Greatness with Lewis Housing, Grant Cardone, and I actually have a link here in the next paragraph uh, when I talk about the School of Greatness. But Grant talks about from 15 to 25 just like being a strung-out drug addict deadbeat and you know, it's like him coming back out of that, he just dug into sales hard. And he was so taken aback by all the tricks that people play when they're talking about sales. He said, I don't have the capacity in my brain to keep track of it all. I'm just going to be authentic and go for it. And that's kind of what I'm trying to get after here too. It's It's like, there's so many different things when you're talking about sales that people try and, you know, do. And, uh, it's exhausting. And even in some of the sales situations and stuff where I was working, you know, for companies and things like that, it's like, ah, just tell me like what it is and, and what I can get from it and how it can help me. If I want to do it, I'll do it. If I don't, I won't, you know? So anyways, that's what I'm trying to do here. In 2012 and 13, I did not finish in my annual attempts at covering 100 miles on foot. 
There were many reasons for this, for reasons I've shared a lot over the years. Ultramarathoning isn't anything new to anyone who's listened to me or read anything I've written. In 2013, I stopped drinking after hitting rock bottom near the end of 2012 and enrolled in the first ever School of Greatness Academy. Lewis Howes, who I played college football with, started showing up everywhere on social media. I had no idea why, but it was exciting because I knew him, and that was about the extent of it. I applied to the academy and was accepted. My whole world opened up as I would be connecting with people from all over the world. Uh, you can check out that podcast episode. It's linked here in the blog. I think it's like extra, uh, episode 1069 on the School of Greatness. Lewis has a tremendous following. And uh, he's super inspiring. He's had a lot of guests on lately that have been talking about, you know, vaccines and some some things that are fairly controversial. Um, but he has a way of interviewing people to just get information. It's great. Uh, I used to listen to him a lot more than I have, but I'm starting to get back into listening to podcasts. And it's inspiring, the guests that he has on. Uh, as you can imagine, knowing he's just talked with Grant Cardone for like the third or fourth time. He talks a lot about Undercover Billionaire, by the way. If you've watched that show, uh, it's pretty interesting to hear some of the stories that he tells. Discovery actually told him to just back off and slow down, otherwise they weren't going to have a show. Uh, there's more. All right, or back to the blog post. Around this same time, I quit the job I was working for a new, better opportunity helping to revitalize culture at one Minnesota manufacturing company. I also began to write these life coaching resources. As I wrote, I imagined all of the people I would be able to help overcome things in their own lives. I had three small children at the time. My wife is a kindergarten teacher and business owner, so I had the idea that it was on me to create space for her to create and expand, so that's what I did. Many mornings, as I'm guessing parents can relate to, I would work training executives of the company there uh, in the early morning and bring kids to school by 7.30 a.m. So I was up at 5 most mornings. PGC was a blessing. That's Precision Gasket Company. During this time, as they provided me with flexibility and accepted my leadership, I grew a lot during that time. I was on fire during this time. My head was clear for the first time in a long time, and the world was wide open. In 2014, I knew I needed to change things up a bit in order to finish the 100-mile distance on foot. So, I created Nourish. Nourish consists of four pillars of health and success and three to five actions under each pillar. The pillars are stress management, sleep habits, food choices, and exercise. During 2014, we rolled out these programs through email, posters, table toppers, and just conversation at PGC. I finished the 2014 Superior 100-mile trail race, but felt like I still had a lot to prove. Finishing didn't fulfill me like I had imagined it would. I don't know if you've ever been there before, but you have these big goals, and then you meet them, and then you just... In fact, I said this after my finish. Exhausted. 37 hours, 30 minutes plus, through the night, into the second night. I'm sitting at the finish line in a lounge chair, slumped over freezing my tail off, and the first two words out of my mouth, what's next? Because it was just over. I'd been working for three years, and it finally hit it. All right, in 2015, my grandfather began his battle with Alzheimer's. He and I would spend quite a bit of time together, and his death in the fall of 2015 was very hard for me to cope with. 
At mile 72 in the Superior 100, I quit. I just stopped running. Got in the car and headed home. I turned back to the bottle and got locked into pattern that pattern again for the next five or six months. Then a new rock bottom. It was around the time of my 36th birthday, and I thought it might be a good idea to celebrate with 36 shots of Jack straight from the bottle. Those 36 shots all came over the span of about an hour. Five or six at a time. This was not a good idea. But it woke me up, and I turned to God and these life coaching resources. In 2013 and 2014, when I wrote them, my intent was to share them with the world and change humanity forever. That didn't happen. But they did help me. It was the most anticlimactic effort I've ever put in. I finished writing, filming, releasing, and just trying to figure out ways to share with very little response. I didn't really know how to handle response at the time anyway, so any little bit of encouragement I took as sarcasm and discounted it. That's where the fear of success comes in. I didn't like myself very much at all, really, in 2016. In fact, after another failed attempt at Superior 100, I contemplated suicide. And I had what I needed to succeed. It feels risky to even share this, but authenticity is what I'm after. That decision-making process is one I'll never forget. Having made that call in yet another rock-bottom moment, it has been full steam ahead. In 2017, I did not attempt the 100-mile distance for the first time since 2011 and instead volunteered and enjoyed Superior in a different way. I needed to take some time and recenter my efforts. Hollywood Kindergarten was growing, and since I basically threw away my job at PGC in 2016, I had time and energy to invest in many aspects of that digital educational resource business. 2018 and 2019 were fun. <clears throat> 2018 was my fastest Superior 100 finish in a little over 34 hours, and it could have been faster if I would have cared how fast it was. I would rebound by using the digital life coaching resources I'd created for myself and begin finding creative ways to share them with others. I wrote on my blog, shot videos, produced an athlete's diary, began skiing to embrace winter. My brother and I made our way to Canada to participate in the Sleeping Giant Loppet north of Thunder Bay, Ontario. And I say participating instead of competing for a reason. I took second to last the second year I did it. Uh, and I passed the last place person with like 50 meters to go. Not fast. Upon the completion of the 2019 Superior 100, I produced a story on the podcast called A Tale of Two Trips, my Superior 100 story. If you'd like to listen, it's episode 13. There's a blog post if you prefer written form. You can search for the title at johnhoward.co. Yeah, so that's why I created the podcast was to roll that out over the course of about a month between Thanksgiving and Christmas. I did two to five minute episodes. Just each episode was a chapter, a tale of two trips. The first trip was me helping to set up for the race. The second trip was me running the Superior 100, attempting to finish. I'll leave you there on the on the hanger. Did it happen? Wait, I think I already said it did. In 2020, while the world shook a bit, we plowed ahead. 
Katie creating distance learning resources for teachers who needed them, and I worked harder on Hollywood than I have ever in the past, making sure teachers could find the resources they needed to keep moving their classrooms forward. We saw great growth in 2020 and are on track to continue growing through 2021. During the summer of 2020, I decided to participate in a virtual ultramarathon, I guess you could call it. The great virtual race across Tennessee took place between May 1st and August 31st. Runners were challenged to cover 635 miles on foot. That ended up being about 5 miles per day after taking a big part of June off. Near the end of June, I had a decision to make. Was I going to continue grinding on this GV rat to finish by August 31st, or would I throw in the towel and focus my energy in other areas? During two runs at the end of June, I decided to push forward. But I didn't just want to push forward. I wanted to let people into the ultra world and decided to do the 60 Days of Hustle. If you were friends with me on Facebook then, you probably heard me talk about it and saw information on your social media. I actually invested a couple hundred dollars in ads. I think I made eight bucks, and that might have been my sister, and I might have even paid her back. It forced me to go through vision, block, rhythm, action, nourish, and energize while writing the programs and scheduling the posts in our 60 Days of Hustle Facebook group, and I got to go through it with daily reminders as well for July and August. I used this 60 Days of Hustle to continue growing Hollywood Kindergarten, and our busiest season doubled in length. You see, the relentless courage I named this podcast for isn't acute courage. It's relentless courage. There's nothing relentless about facing fear one time and moving on. Although that's where it starts. I will say that. Relentless courage is a movement. I was talking to a friend the other day about growing this brand, the Relentless Courage brand, and mentioned in our conversation that fear isn't going anywhere. In fact, it seems like a pretty reliable default. Predators prey on fear, and history shows some leaders use fear to control and manipulate. It's easy. More on that another time. The reason I write today is because I'm going through these digital life coaching resources myself. That's the selfish bit. Because I know they can help you too, I'm sharing them on my podcast platform, however small that may be. It's not super easy to share this stuff. It'd be a lot easier to just keep it to myself and not give up the hours to record and produce it. But when I look back during my aged reflection, I want to see that I put myself out there and did what I could to help others enjoy and make the most out of their experience. So as I prepare for this life coaching marathon, I would love it if you would engage this brand and become active in this movement. Most of us won't admit we experience fear. It's looked at as a sign of weakness. I'll admit I experience fear, but I also experience relentless courage. And you can too. Live today with relentless courage. And then there's some links. You can follow RLTS Courage on Instagram, RLTS Courage on Facebook. Subscribe to Relentless Courage on the Apple Podcasts, and then you can search up the Relentless Courage Podcast group here on Facebook, and um, the connect there as well. I don't even know how to end this thing. The blog post just ended, and I feel like I've kind of said everything I need to say. I guess the call to action would be head over to Facebook and engage with the brand Relentless Courage. Look up Relentless Courage Podcast group. Uh, ask to be let in because that's the way it makes me set up the group and then share it with your friends. Go through it with other people. 
this uh, podcast got much longer than I thought it was going to. And as we work through these life coaching resources, I don't believe they're going to take as long. They're going to be more reflective for you. They're going to be asking good questions is really what it's going to come down to. It's going to give you an opportunity to engage in these different life coaching fundamentals and basics. And, uh, you know, as you get, you, I'll use sports as an example. As you watch elite athletes and you watch them practice, spring training is happening right now, end of February here. And uh, if you watch spring training, what you're going to, you're not going to see them working on diving backhand grabs in the hole. You're going to see them working on routine ground balls, footwork around first base, uh, basic pitching mechanics, uh, pitchers fielding the baseball. Very, you know, fielding flies, footwork, catcher mechanic, all sorts of very simple, basic stuff because that's where the diving stop in the hole originates and comes from. And that's what these life coaching resources have been created for as well. This is probably the sixth or seventh time that I'll be going through these resources. And my life has changed incredibly since I began. And I think this story that I shared with you today might be... um, you know, prove that a little bit. Uh, Good things are happening in my life and I want to be the leader in this space. I want you, all you got to do is follow. You don't have to do anything. Just take it in, play around with it, execute on it, see what works, discard what doesn't, and let's ride this roller coaster together with Relentless Courage.